0: Minded podcast powered by the CDA Paris edition, presented by Maison et Objets and Paris Design Week. Mr. Frederick, how are you? Very well. Thank you. It's good to see you. you. Thank you. What a wonderful exhibition you have downstairs on the first floor.
1: Yeah, worked hard for it, so thank you.
0: Can you tell us a little bit about how the whole thing came about?
1: The whole thing i about, it's a uh, it's a large question or it's, it's going to be a, lo- a large answer because I'm working with Carpenters Workshop for uh, almost 12 years okay. and uh, we started to develop pieces uh, year by year and then after all these like almost a decade we, uh, we thought it was time to to make a, a resume uh, a kind of a 3D resume uh, as I call it an atlas mm-hmm uh of all i've done in the past uh so many projects like it's, a, it's been a roller coaster so to curate this show with all the pieces you see it was a big job it, like all over was a three-year production time wow and uh the last year was very intense because then everything gets to details like like it, there's almost 40 pieces presented in the show and um, it's something i uh couldn't sleep sleep off for a year <laughs> it's like so intense and even uh, even now my my current coach he talks to me about how i move how i breathe and i still need to get back to, to normal because when i do something it's like 110 percent
0: 24 hours a
1: day so yeah
0: Tell you a little bit about this relationship because it is a very curious dynamic between an artist and a gallery yeah. you said you had many conversations in the last few years and you decided to do this big exhibition bringing all your uh, work for the last 15 20 years now
1: i started working my studio opened in 2005. yes yeah, so t- and the carpenter's collaboration started like uh 2010 so it's like yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. Been, it's been definitely like a long relationship for yeah. the time being so how that relationship goes about the first introduction, how you get to know the gallery, Julian, or anybody else with the gallery, and yeah. how that transform to what it is today.
1: It's actually quite simple. I mean, it's uh, it's of course the gallery. It starts with Louis and Julien, mm-hmm. like they're two French people. They're friends from uh, from the youth, and uh, they have they are both having a past into arts and, uh, and design for many long time they started to, to open their gallery and they wanted to do it in their different way. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I came on their path uh, for the first time in Milano in 2009. And then there was a certain magic and mix of what I did, what they did, and, and, and you need this. I mean, we're not the same persons, not at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, we also bump into each other sometimes and, and that's uh, that's necessary to, to fine tune, what the right decision is or the right step is, but, but you need a, a mix of people to get to this, to this collaboration, to make all these pieces and works. Like it's a, we do a lot of works on commission base for a lot of uh, architects all over the world. And, and it's going, yeah, it's a very positive, happy collaboration where we, where we are very free and, and what we can make and, and uh, yeah, it's, it's sometimes unbelievable that, that, that we make so many of these pieces that you see around you here. Yeah.
0: Now, you uh, self-describe as a uh, landscape sculpture.
1: Yeah, that's a word which we made up.
0: <laughs> no I understand it. so tell me how this yeah. whole thing started.
1: Yeah so, th- th- so so one day we sat down together and people uh, they always ask you this question are you an artist, are you a designer? are you a philosopher, writer, photographer? I mean every creative gets this question. I mm-hmm. mean that's an uh, inevitable thing that when people see you they want to know. Who's behind the work? Why you do the work? What's your originate, where you come from. And uh, then I came up with the uh, with the word landscape sculptor because it's a kind of the mix of the things I do. I, I started as a, as a public space researcher. Okay. Uh, I started in Design Academy Eindhoven, uh, uh, a department which is which was called Man and Public Space. And all we did was do research in the public space. So we would go for uh, work weeks on cemeteries in Europe, we would climb uh, mountain uh, uh, landscapes, we would go sit in Amsterdam making pictures day in day out in the same spot. It was very about researching people and their movement within the public space. So everything that hits that, that subject we would learn, we would adapt, we would see. So in this period of, the, of my academy I hardly made any objects. So mm. it was all about Making books, uh, drawings. Sometimes there was this, there was this moment that we hit a kind of design element, but mostly it was really about finding a reason. Why are we here? Why are we doing what we're doing? And, and that's uh, that's something I still do every day. That's what I did before I came here. It's like walking around Paris, taking pictures, seeing people, and these things starts flowing in my head, and then mm. then on one day, like boom. I feel the urge to to make something that connects to
0: to, to this mix of uh, of thoughts. Do you have a process to organize all those thoughts? I feel a lot of times creative people get overwhelmed by ideas and they get so excited. But at one point, you have to really yeah, make those things. I, I, I have be- a,
1: a very organized mess. <laughs> so actually, actually, this week I, I had a I had critical talks with uh, with two people of my staff uh-huh. about uh, how I operate within the studio and how I can improve and. And one of the subjects that comes up every time is the amount of uh, pictures, stuff I collect. I have, we have over 5,000 square meter building with materials, books, mock-ups, things I find. I love. I'm not a materialist in that I need things because I could live. I could live with nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, but but I, I do love objects. I do love materials. I really, you know, I can sit on the couch with a book, not even opening it and just loving it. I mean, I have multiple books in my collection which are still in the plastic wrap. So, yeah, <laughs> So it's, it's a very organized mess everywhere, in my head, in the way I talk, in the way I, I run my, my life with my, uh, my wife, my cat, and my twins, and, uh, and I live and work in the same building. Uh, it's, uh, it's beautiful and intense and dreamy, and I, I think all I ever wished for.
0: Now, I'm interested, so you said you have twins. Isaac and Rivka. How old are they? Uh, 2.5 years old, yeah. Okay, so you're yeah. in the thick of it. I'm sorry about that. That's a, it's yeah, no, we have, a, <laughs>
1: we have a, a, a therapist of sleeping, uh, co- sleeping coach okay. since, since two weeks, so, so
0: my eyes are more open than, okay. than uh, before. I remember those yeah. days. But you also <laughs> have an interesting background because you grew up around manufacturing and your parents yeah. were involved yeah. in that as well. So it seems like your kids are also growing up in the same environment.
1: It's crazy, as I even, uh, so I, I have a logo, an iron logo on my door from my family factories mm-hmm. that, that, that produced uh, scales for a few hundred years. So I was born next to this factory in Breda, where they produced uh, huge iron scales for, for, for trucks, but uh, also for babies. So it was a very large enterprise. My grandfather used to drive around with, uh, with his motorcycle uh, in Holland and Europe to, to sell. and He was a very mm-hmm. undertaking person. And uh, sadly, just after my birth, my dad left my mom. It was a very uh, tough time for uh, my mom and also afterwards in my life was very intense. And, and this uh, seeing my dad going downhill in his life also made me uh, insecure in my youth. But in the end, it it kind of worked in my brain as as a, a going to 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 the fifth one in the, in the car. I mean, uh, and then fifth gear, like the fifth, fifth gear, gear like, stopping. Like I was like around my twenty fifth years old. I was like, bam. Also, my older brother woke me up a bit. He said, "Come on, you know, show the world what you're doing." But uh, it, it really is a proof that. Your, 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 your growing up is a, is, is a very important thing. And, and for me also, it's, a, it's, a, it's the, the biggest, as saddest lesson I had in my life. And um, uh, now looking ahead to the future with my, with my twins, I'm, uh, I'm cont- constantly reflecting to myself, to my youth, to how to incorporate their lives. Uh, even my, my wife Esther Stom, she's an interior architect. Mm-hmm. She also runs her own business in Amsterdam city.
0: So we're both very, yeah it's, uh, it's a madhouse very hands-on
1: <laughs> very hands-on yeah yeah yeah
0: now you mentioned at 25 you decided to kind of go all the way and show the world what you, what you were about but do you know what you were about back then or just kind of still trying to figure it out
1: um i was uh very aware of my creativity okay uh, I, I was not always acknowledged by it by people so but I always felt that because my real dad which which was mostly absent in my life uh, I knew a few things from him that he was very creative like I remember a few vague thoughts from my very early youth where we were making faces in these big white plaster blocks you know mm-hmm. that you used to 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 make uh, quick walls and all these things that, that I saw him doing never left my mind, uh, and that probably has, has, has a very, very easy reason. Yeah. Uh, and uh, also my older brother, I saw him uh, during high school, he was very creative, making a lot of art pieces. And, and uh, so I always felt that I grew up as an artist, and, uh, and then I started to go to Design Academy Eindhoven, where I was more trained to a researcher. So yeah, it, it goes up and down, and now I'm heading more back to this pure artism, art, being an artist or being a, a maker or a sculptor. Um, and I, I see, I see all these things as very uh, fluid, and uh, and the most important thing for me is to be always emotional in balance. But mm. with, with whatever I do, whatever I work with, I want I want that to be good. Yeah. You know, that's like prior to to, to the object.
0: I'll ask a person a question and you feel free to not, not answer but it, it's your father still around uh,
1: he's still around not really okay. daily I see, I, see, I see him once a year and he he, he was uh... so he, he has seen what you became like uh, my, my, my brother what? my brother brought him the book of the exhibition okay I didn't see him for two years now but my father had as a very special person wonderful human being but never really had a chance to to have his own life uh, he also became homeless for for a while and then uh, yeah, I mean, I can, I, I can tell a lot about him, but maybe that's a, a different interview. Yes, <laughs> yes.
0: I'm just wondering because a lot of times we see things at full circle. Now he he been able to see what kind of artist you became, what kind of person you become, yeah. and what kind of father yeah, you were yeah, becoming yeah. as well as you go. Yeah. You know, it's all that kind of the process of being an artist and how you use those experience to sometimes.
1: Uh, but this is a strange thing, strange yeah. thing to say. But sometimes I feel partly, I live, I live his life a bit. I, I also feel I work sometimes. You're fulfilling. I, I've worked twice as hard in a way, also to maybe show things he could have done, or maybe yeah. it will never be the same as I did, but I, I know he, when I see him sometimes, it's like, you know, it's like a mirror. He, he has the, the same body, the same. Speed of talking, the same loudness, the same—you know—it's like it's same monobrow. I mean, it's like it's—it's it's like uh, that's 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 uh, always very. Uh, uh, so when I drive back home, it's it sticks in my head for, for more than an hour. Like, you know, to get back to my own identity, and it's uh, yeah.
0: Well, yeah. now. You have this wonderful exhibition here for a few more weeks in Paris. And yeah. it's Paris Design weeks, so yeah. a lot of people are going to come by, see yeah. it. Are you looking forward to go around and see some exhibitions and shows? Uh, in this morning I, I, I did my tour. I took Polaroids, but I went to uh,
1: to a street where they show uh, African mask, mm-hmm. And I went to a gallery, which was a, like amazing place where they have uh, Old uh, kayaks from Greenland, like from okay, like a few hundred years old.
0: Wow, like native kayaks from the, yeah. the region, uh,
1: with with like uh, bone decoration and like animal skins around it. It was very special. So that was my morning inspiration, and uh, the rest, I, I think, I mainly uh, will spend my days in this gallery here. Yeah. As for me, this this place is my home in Paris, uh, and I really want to to be amongst the works we work so hard for and. I want people to inform them and to, to, to show them the energy I have that, and, and to give them a part of, of this energy uh, that, that, that's also, yeah, that you can feel also in the works. Yeah. And, um, and, and, and also the difficult thing is about my work, It's uh, as I have a very strong form language, but some projects can, very, can look very different from, from one another, but the way I, I, I reach to the, to the designs is the same. So And I, I feel sometimes I need to, to explain this. Mm. to do to, to the visitors. So um, so th- my goal will be to be stationed here for a few days. <laughs> yeah.
0: And enjoying yeah. the heat in Paris. Yeah. My goodness, it's hot. Yeah, it's hot. Yeah,
1: But that's it's always inside cities. I mean, I mean it's, it's, it's say, concrete yeah. everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: now the exhibition will end in a few weeks. And after that, after working on this for so many years, what are you looking forward to? What are the next things you are working on?
1: Uh, the next I mean, uh, my health. <laughs> It's a very yeah. big, big issue for me already in my life. Uh, of course, uh, the, my twins, my, my wife, and uh, and and uh, and the company to 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 get back on our feet after this intense uh, production time for the show. And um, uh, I really feel like going to Shanghai for some yeah. reason. I, I went there like uh, 2003 when I worked for uh, Siemens Mobile in Munich and. Um, they sent me to Shanghai for for public space research. And uh, I really want to go back there, uh, uh, sit in a hotel room for one week, uh, stroll the city, collect things, and, and kind of make a 3D collage in this hotel room. Yeah. And and, uh, and with the beautiful Instagram uh, these days, I also can uh, share this directly. So I, I really feel to do this. And, um, and there's another thing that I'm working on, uh, on a new uh, building uh, in which I'm uh, trying to uh, create uh, large sculptures, like large outdoor sculptures. Okay.
0: The landscape uh, part. The la- Yeah. The so I really <laughs> try to to, to really
1: to, to blow things up, but yeah. also I'm I'm doing research to get this more into the digital world, into okay, uh, uh, like online, and I'm also searching for more participation within the works we do with, with everyone in the world. So I'm trying to 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 get this maybe a bit utopian. I plan uh, on the table and. Um, Uh, also very much interested in game design, Uh, so so it's like, uh, it's for me now a time to to really dive in the deep and to see how we can move from solid bronze, which I will probably never leave behind me, but I think there are so much much more things where I can uh, explore my creative uh, work, so So I'm very open to anything basically.
0: So in the digital, we're talking about augmented reality, uh, metaverse. Actually, I would
1: love to 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 create a game.
0: Okay. I, Are you a gamer?
1: I'm starting to be a gamer. I did it when I was little. Okay. It's dangerous because, I, like, I was sucked into it. I know. But as as I feel that, um, uh, of course, everything I make it needs shipment, needs materials, needs everything so we we downstairs we have a whole series of wooden objects which are made from uh recycled, uh, recycled uh, railway sleepers um so we try to, to to also find different materials that we can reuse and but within the digital design i mean that's like that's a whole world of course you need like a, a database you need to chip into all these google mm-hmm. boxes where you need to store your your gigabytes but but within this world you can make something and uh, the sharing is so much quicker and, and uh, yeah, so I think this is, I, I don't think I will succeed <laughs> because it's not my uh, meche, it's not my, uh, my game, but uh, uh, if you ask me what I'm dreaming of, of now, yeah, then, then this, is the, this
0: is the real answer. Yeah. But that's an interesting part of it because you clearly you have put a lot of thought into it. you, know, you, you have put a lot of thought into it yeah you know? yeah yeah it's in my head for for some well, time, yeah. quite a bit and yeah. uh i find it very interesting because a lot of times when working sculptures and design they're very much obsessed with the idea of the physical material right the yeah. touching the feeling the yeah. sitting, and you're like hey, i'm open to go the whole experience taking everything online
1: yeah but they will also we'll have this i mean the building that we're trying to to buy now will also have the the sculptures in real on that place but, I see. But we'll not move physically to the other side of the world, but we'll move digitally. Like
0: so people will be able to experience yeah. the building.
1: So it's the mix. Mm. So I, I don't want to lose the tactility, yeah, of course. the tactility. But I think it's uh, I think that's the research I'm I'm uh, trying to to have. Yeah.
0: I want to ask you a couple of questions and it's gonna be like very casual, uh, this or that, or a couple of opinions and a few things. Yes, please. And you let me know what you think about this. All right. A person who you like to trade places with for a day. <laughs> you should text me this last night. I just came up with that
1: like 10 uh, minutes ago.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, that's very complicated. I mean, the, 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 the probably will be a few artists okay. um, living and, uh, and artists have passed away, but I'm, I'm, I'm obsessed with Alexander Calder. Mm. uh erwin worm is a is a person who became a friend since this year he's an austrian austria artist very very well known um yeah but this, there are more
0: persons but I, what about them do you want like their talent their lifestyle what are the, the yeah it's, it's somehow
1: uh I, from alexander color for instance i collect already for like 20 years all his Little catalogs from shows he have, and mm-hmm. when I when I look through them, I, I, I go through history, I go through development, and for me, it's it's uh, it's uh, a lesson to to see how someone evolves, and also to see that not every uh, thing you do or every art you make needs to be the new next best thing. You know, some some of the arts that you make, you are basically working like a monk. I mean, you you. You're doing the same thing over and over again, and, and but every time there's a different move, a different different angle, a different thing you experienced the day before. Why there's a certain change in the design, or or it, it, so I think that's that's uh, that's why I, I look at these at these artists and uh, yeah, but also some filmmakers. I mean uh, uh, that's also an nature. Inter- but, but let's keep it to those two. We yeah. will
0: get in the film later. Yeah. Trust me. Uh, a guilty pleasure.
1: A guilty pleasure. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I have so many.
0: Well, let's start <laughs> lining them up.
1: <laughs> a guilty pleasure. I mean, having a Friday nights uh, of, of sushi with my, uh, my girl is, uh, is the best guilty pleasure. I mean, we both enjoy this a lot. Uh, Campari spritz, I love. Yeah. Watching movies all weekend, I love. Yeah. Those are nice. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Simple the, things, but very important. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. The best compliment you ever got.
1: Ah, uh, the one that pops me in my mind, the first thing was like when we produced the first uh, City Light uh, Anamorphosis for the Carpenter show, mm. there was a, a journalist saying it, it, it could be part of a Tim Burton movie, mm. which I felt like was very cool because I love Tim Burton movies. And, and this was uh, like, wow. Okay. So, so that's like when someone else sees my work and started to make new connections with this, I think the work is, 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 is succeeded because then it starts growing in someone else's heads Absolutely, and people make new connections with them
0: uh, and I think, yeah. Was that something that you ever considered or was this the first time you hear somebody no. making the connection and it kind of clicked for you like, no. yeah, it kind of does. I, I, after,
1: I hear so many different uh, people saying so many different things, but this was like the one that, that really felt like, wow, in the beginning was like, cool. All
0: right. Yeah. Something you wish you were better at uh yeah
1: staying healthy staying healthy i mean that's uh it's very complex for me to to work this hard uh, to 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 maintain my my sports schedules my sleeping i mean it's uh for me creating is uh letting go of everything Mm -hmm. uh, and absorbing everything i see including uh Going out, drinking, uh, having food—I'm—I'm—I'm I'm, I'm great at going to restaurants. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> so, and it's also it's part of my, my family, my upbringing. I mean, yeah.
0: it's—we're very Burgundies in the, in this uh, in this life. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, I think uh, that's an interesting aspect because it clearly you're someone who invests, as you mentioned, really 100% in everything you do. Yeah. Right. How discipline works for you? Are you as someone have you been able to incorporate discipline in your life or when you're talking about your creativity, when you're talking about, because you're not only a creative person, you have a business. Yeah. So there's a multiple layers of things you need to be responsible over here, you know, like yeah. hiring, being on time, that sort of thing. Yeah. How do you find a way to manage that? Having a personality who's so much invested in everything so, you so know, close to the chest again the, the last the last part i mean how do you manage uh to to balance the both sides ah yeah that's
1: that's uh that's that's one of my lucky things mm-hmm. i mean uh, from both sides i come from very entrepreneurial large families so every christmas or new year's events you would have as we have very large families it would always be about exchanging company details as a little kid i run around in factories i see processes for, for, of close by, and uh, so yeah, it's it's like it's. I, I think that's uh, in my genes.
0: Are you trading
1: ex- or yeah. buying and selling? And I use also to work as a, as a bakery. I mean, everything I, I I see within the business also interests me. I like everything that that runs the economy. I think it's a very nice thing to yeah. to, to to interact with it. So do you bake? Little. <laughs>
0: Would you, be, would I would be like? That I that? bake wax objects,
1: not breads, yeah. <laughs> Something not to eat. Not to eat, but I call it always baking. I yeah. mean, I always uh, see our studio and employees as bakers. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We walk around with plates, with objects that very carefully need Put some ingredients together. Yeah, we need to melt them. They need to rise. They need to go to the foundry. They go in blocks. I mean, it's a, you could see it as a food production hall also.
0: Yeah. Well, before we end today, there's three questions I ask every single one that comes to the podcast. And one is a book they would recommend us to read. Mm-hmm. Uh, a film. A film. <laughs> I told you we were going to get there. And uh, who should we invite to be here uh, at the show next, as the next guest? Uh,
1: um, I think to invite uh, Aaron Wurm mm-hmm. uh, is, I think, very interesting. I-, I learned a lot from him. He's very... Uh, very interesting to, to, to meet and to see and to also to learn about his work he, he, he really communicate about his work in a way that is very natural it's that it almost already existed before he he made it so it's uh, uh, I think you should invite him yeah uh, he, also, he also did collaboration with carpenters uh, years ago so um, there is a connection uh, my favorite movie uh, you really want to know yeah it's nothing very uh, complicated I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> so the movie I watched maybe 2000 times and I still put him on when I need some uh, emotional rest is uh, As Good as It Gets mm. with Jack Nicholson. Yeah. It's uh, it's very uh, it's maybe also a guilty pleasure but for me it's a reflection of my personality of my youth partly uh, my father's life uh, the art uh, yeah, it's for, uh, also the 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 behavior of Jack Nicholson as a bit neurotic person. It's also partly seeing myself in the mirror. Mm. Um,
0: How old were you the first time you watched it? Uh, but that's probably uh, 18, 19, something. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, young man making a lot of impression in the world, or something like this. Yeah, yeah, but
1: I mean, it's many movies, but this movie kind of kind of also because of I love Jack Nicholson. Mm-hmm. It's, it's kind, of, it was kind of the mix of everything. It was a, quite a soft movie with this hard person. Being soft and hard, that's like also how I am. I can be very hard, but very soft at the same time. And it's like, a, uh, it's, it's, it's a great movie for me. I mean, and everyone has a different connection to a movie. I mean, yes. every movie can have a different message for you or, of for, or for me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, book-wise, I have many, many, many books, but I think there's one uh, illustrated novel, which is called uh, Little Nemo. Mm-hmm. Uh, I bought it like 20 years ago. It's like, it's like it was a, a unique edition. And I think it was uh, uh, published in the Sunday Times in uh, somewhere in 1910 or something. And it was a huge uh, full-color comic uh, story of a boy called Nemo. And he would go to bed, uh, fall asleep, have dreams. And these illustrations are very magical. It's like uh, this book I hardly dare to open up because I want to save it for my whole life. Mm. It has so many small, clever uh, ideas in it, and how, how he dreams, how mushrooms grow super large, how people go super little, how butterflies become airplanes, I mean, how total architectural situations turn upside down, and he just walks in it like it's normal, I mean, this book is very, uh, I think it's inspiration for everyone, actually, within every creative field, if it's fashion, art,
0: or architecture, I mean,
1: this I would recommend. Little Nemo.
0: Little Nemo, so here we are. Yeah. Frank, thanks so much for taking the time. I wanna go ahead and say thank you so much to Julian and all the folks here at the Carpenter Workshop yeah. to kinda of let us come in and do this. Yeah. Wonderful. Wonderful exhibition downstairs. Thank you. Wishing nothing of the best. Good luck, sleep training the kids.
1: And thank you for your comfortable <laughs> talk. I yeah. It.
0: yeah. Well the goal is to just casually get to know each other a little yeah. bit more and yeah. have a fun conversation about life. Yeah. Not only design, not only yeah. art, but I the love beauty it. of life. Love Cheers. it. Thank you. Good luck. All right. Appreciate Good. it. Submissions for the Creator Design Awards are now open. Visit creatordesignawards.com to find out more. Experience the world of art, design and culture through Minded Podcast. Engage with groundbreaking artists, visionary designers and cultural influencers and delve into their creative processes. Minded Podcast, powered by the CDA. New episodes every Tuesday.